Welcome to The Advertising Show, America's only radio program focusing on advertising, media, marketing, product development, branding, new media, sales and customer relations. Stay with us for entertaining marketing discussion and our special guest interview. Now, here are your hosts, Ray Shillins and Brad Forsyth. Hey, thanks for being here. The Advertising Show is being brought to you by Advertising Age Magazine. Visit online at adage.com. The Advertising Show is a copyrighted Big Radio Midgets production, and we bring you another encore show because we know you love them so much. Larry Weber was with us back in 2009. Larry is chairman of the W2 Group and author of the book called Sticks and Stones about social media, and he's a reputation strategist. Can you use some of that? I bet you can. Let's listen. You're listening to The Advertising Show with Ray Shillins and Brad Forsyth. Stronger than dirt. Stronger than dirt. At the advertising show, it's Ray Shillings and Brad Forsyth with our very special guest out of Boston this weekend, uh, Larry Weber, chairman of the W Two Group Inc. and also author of a book called "Sticks and Stones: How Digital Business Reputations Are Created Over Time and Lost in a Click." Out of Boston, Larry, welcome to the show. It is great to have you here. Hey, great to be here. Yeah, tricky title there, uh, Larry. I assume that we're talking uh, words can hurt you if you follow that on to its <laughs> logical conclusion. Before we uh, before we talk about the book, uh, why did you decide to write the book? Did uh, did the post folks at Wiley decide they needed a new author, or you just needed a few extra coin? You didn't make enough money with your Shadrick uh, sell deal. What's going on here? Yeah, well, you know, it actually was my third book, so and. Um I actually enjoy writing. So, uh, you know, after a hard day of work at, uh, you know, with marketing types, which is uh, challenging, I, uh, I like making a martini and sitting down and and uh, writing about the future of marketing. And, uh, you know, I'm lucky enough, last my first uh, book, nobody bought. Uh, but uh, <laughs> the second one, Marketing to the Social Web, is uh, uh, well over 50,000 and selling extremely well. It was one of the first books on social media. And the people at Wiley, you're right. They said, hey, you got another one in you? And I said, well, yeah, you know, uh, it's sort of going to have a veiled uh, uh, cosmetic to it because it's really my book about the future of PR. And I don't talk about PR that much in Sticks and Stones because uh, I think it's changing so radically, much how advertising changed about, uh, you know, 12, 13 years ago with the first generation of the web. Uh, I think PR is having radical changes and for good, for long term. And and I thought, you know, someone that had uh, done what I had done in the PR industry uh, should write something about uh, digital reputations and, uh, you know, whether you be an individual, a small business, or, or a large uh, Fortune 50 company. And that's what I decided to do. And Sticks and Stones, actually, my wife was, I kept not knowing what to call it, and she said, uh, well, you know what, there's that old, you know, little saying, sticks and stones can <laughs> break your bones sure. and going to hurt me. So I thought, that, you know, that's a cute name, and Wiley liked it, and uh, we put it down there, and I interviewed a number of people and got the book done, and and it's doing well. And um, so I'm, you know, I'm excited about that, and I enjoy doing it. And it's great for business, too, as, as you guys must know. You yeah. interview a lot of authors uh, that also run businesses. It's 
everybody else brings in a business card. I bring in a book. You know, so yeah, much better, well, and much then, better. And you're right. A lot of a lot of people write books these days, and it's a good reflection on one's company and their their knowledge and so forth. And yeah, I like it's rare, I guess, when an author actually gets the title that he submits or she submits. And the interesting idea that your wife. Uh, submitted to you there. You know, let's talk a little bit about your book. You cite in a study that found that 52% of the 269 risk executives surveyed said that reputation risk was more significant than regulatory, human capital, IT, market risk, credit risk, etc. What do you think this is? Well, I think, you know, a lot of reasons. I think, um, first of all, people don't totally understand the impact on their reputations as they go out online. And they don't have a digital strategy. A lot of companies try to control everything, which affects their reputation in a number of ways. That's one. Two is, I think in this day and age that uh, a lot of companies don't understand that they're at real risk of their brand taking hits as reputation and influence combine in the digital environments uh, to create reputation. And... You know, you need to build some uh, what I call, you know, brand, uh, you know, some online uh, equity or social media equity so that, you know, when you do have some downtimes or some negative things that uh, you can work through it, you know, what's taking the place of a lot of marketing is peer-to-peer recommendations. So people are asking one another, uh, you know, did you like this company? Did you like this product? Uh, what do you think of the people that work at that company? Uh, Etc. So I believe actually reputation is starting to take a front, you know, row seat to um, to how companies, you know, shape their image and how they actually su- are successful at the end of the day. So. And yeah, I suppose with rep creation, you have rep, uh, rep management, which we're going to talk a little bit about later in the interview. Uh, why do you think there's such a, a trend towards? Uh, uh, or, or let me back up. Let me ask you. Obviously, there's a motivation behind wanting to create reputation, manage reputation. Is it because the digital world has forced those that used to think they could get by with just, you know, whatever reputation evolved uh, that's making today's companies a little more sensitive about what their reputation is? Yeah, I think also, I think, you know, as I'm sure you guys, many shows have, have, have shown over time, that, you know, the last 75 years of, of the broadcast era, a lot of corporations felt they could buy their reputation, that they could just buy so much media and so much advertising that they could try to, uh, you know, basically control their, you know, uh, how they're viewed. In, the, in the, this next generation of the, of the web, what's happening is people have become more transparent, more open, they're sharing more, they're discussing companies, they're discussing products, uh, openly and uh, and directly, and that's making companies pause and go. You know what? You know we've got to be open and direct with people when things are bad, when things are good, and we have to put reputation high on our list of strategic assets. And you know, and, and that takes hard work. You know, it's it's not just pay your money, and um, you know that that's what. Uh, the, what marketing we get will will affect change. It's really your everyday behavior and the discussions that the company has with its uh, customers and potential customers. On the advertising show, it's Ray Schillens, Brad Forsyth, and our special guest Larry Larry Weber, who is chairman of the uh, W two Group out of Boston, also the author of a brand new book called Sticks and Stones. 
Our digital business reputations are created over time and lost in a click. Published by uh, uh, Wiley and Sons. Back here in uh, just a moment with Ray Shillings and Brad Forsyth on the Advertising Show. We'll continue talking to Larry. Make informed decisions about your company's advertising strategy. This is the Advertising Show. You worked too hard, you ate too much, the cheesecake made you greedy, but your aching head and stomach hear this message from Old Speedy. Larry Weber is our special guest this weekend at the Advertising Show out of Boston, chairman of the W2 Group and author of the book called Sticks and Stones, How Digital Business Reputations Are Created Over Time and Lost in a Click. Larry, it's great to have you here on the show. Yeah, glad to be here. I found it intriguing in your book early on you say reputation equity is the slack someone is willing to cut you or your business when you make a mistake. Now, explain what you mean by this, Larry. Yeah, that, you know, it's a very simple concept. In the day-to-day, you know, sort of managing uh, your reputation online, where you're giving honest answers, you're trying to link to the right sources, you're trying to educate publics, uh, you're trying to be a good corporate citizen or a good product manager, et cetera, et cetera. I think when then there is, uh, you know, some problem with the product or if there's a recall or, you know, like we always see these airlines that, you know, sometimes keep people on uh, tarmacs for eight hours. <laughs> you know, at least if there is some ec- reputation equity that's been built, you know, over time that you've really worked hard, most people are going to cut you some slack. They're going to they're gonna say, hey, this doesn't happen that often. You know, I've had only good experiences with them. And, uh, you know, I've, I've liked what I've heard from them. Let's cut some slack right now. Now, if it keeps happening, you have a problem. But I think it's different than a company that doesn't keep in some kind of dialogue and some thoughtful conversation going with their customer base and, again, their potential customer base. Uh, then people won't cut you the slack. It's like, hey, I never heard from them or, they've, you know, they've hidden things from me. I, I don't, uh, they aren't transparent. So uh, they don't have that reputation equity. So that's what I mean by that. You know, and you mentioned airlines. The JetBlue uh, brand is a <laughs> fabulous brand, and it's a great example of what you're talking about. They had a problem with that, and yet I think, uh, A, most people were surprised to hear that JetBlue had the, uh, had the issue on the tarmac, and yet uh, we're willing to give them some slack. So that was a real-world example of what you're talking about. Does reputation connect to brand equity? It totally connects with brand equity. You know, I get a lot of pushback from my Madison Avenue buddies, but I believe we're moving into an era where at least I define brand as the dialogue you have with your consumer. And the stronger the dialogue, the stronger your brand's going to be. The weaker the dialogue, the weaker your brand's going to be. So you've got to step up and really take responsibility. And that makes for a great reputation, you know. And JetBlue does that. I think Southwest does that. Uh, in technology, Cisco and IBM are doing that more and more. Uh, in healthcare, I see, uh, you know, Pfizer doing this. So, um, you know, I, I equate now more and more reputation and brand, and that's what marketers are going to have a challenge with is we don't any longer, we're moving away from sort of this pillared uh, group of marketing sets where somebody's in charge of reputation, somebody's in charge of brand, somebody's in charge of influence, you know, whether that be in Washington or another place. And that's all starting to blend and blur because of our, uh, our advanced digital uh, platform. 
Now, hasn't that really been hasn't that really been all, always a part of of the overall brand? Take away the the, the digital stuff and all that kind of. I mean, yeah. you know, hasn't that always been part of the equation, Larry? Not not what I saw, you know, growing up, guys. You know, in, in this business, I saw the marketing guys and the ad guys had nothing to do with reputation programs. It was always the corporate communications department that hired the PR firms and sort of handled the speeches and the, you know, the uh, annual reports and the, the letters to the editor and the, <laughs> the letters back to customers when they complained, uh, you know, so there was a real separation, almost church and state, of what I would call reputation work and what I would call paid media work or the advertising strategies and, and media buying, and that is changing now because of, uh, you know, the, the digital environments, and I, and I, um, and I think that's all, you know, for the good, that everybody has to look at the holistic view of a company's brand and as reputation plays into it more strongly. It certainly levels the uh, playing field for other competitors out there, I would that's say. Fact, yeah. It absolutely does. It also opens the door for, you know, brand new companies that might not be anywhere near as big but offer great service. I mean, look at Zappos. You know, yeah. uh, you know, everybody thought this was just an online shoe company, which it basically was. But if you talk to Tony Say, you know, that it's, uh, I have a bit in, uh, in Sticks and Stones in the book when I interviewed Tony. I mean, he said, you know what, it's not about shoes, just like Amazon's not about books. It's about relentless customer service and, and listening to them and talking with them and, you know, giving them what they want. And, uh, you know, and then he sells it for a billion dollars to Amazon. So... You know, good for him, but he really understood that the customer is king or queen. And also, he took a, a page from Steve Jobs, which is the customer experience is everything. All right, it, the experience is everything, and it's got to be great. And that's what creates great reputation, great feeling, and great brand. Good statement to uh, take a break here at the uh, advertising show with Ray Shillings and Brad Forsythe. Larry's uh, new book is called Sticks and Stones, How Digital Business Reputations Are Created Over Time and Lost in a Click. Larry is out of uh, Boston and chairman of the W2 Group with Ray and Brad here at the Advertising Show. Take a break and we'll be back in just a moment. Simplifying the complex world of advertising. To reach Ray and Brad with your questions, log on to theadvertisingshow.com. This is The Advertising Show. Out of Boston this weekend, welcome back to the Advertising Show. Our very special guest is Larry Weber, chairman of W2 Group, Inc., and author of Sticks and Stones, How Digital Business Reputations Are Created Over Time and Lost in a Click. Larry, it's great to have you here at the Advertising Show. Thanks. Love being here. In your book, you list Technorati, uh, Rapleaf, Blog Plus, uh, Pulse, I should say, all free tools companies can use to monitor and manage their company's online reputation. Some may be familiar with those. Others may not. Explain how they work, Larry. Yeah, simply like a, 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 um, a service like Technorati, and spelled just like it sounds, Technorati, and you can just Google it. Uh, everybody. They help rate and they cover and monitor all websites, all blogs, all social media. And you can ask any questions. You can find out, you know, where your company is being talked about, where your products are being talked about. So at least you start to understand a landscape, all right? 
And I would say that these are more, and this isn't degrading them at all, they're very good tools, but they're free and they're more snorkelers of the web. So you get sort of just a basic landscape, a lay of the land of what people are saying, positive, negative, uh, where they're saying it. Is it on Huffington Post? Is it on, you know, uh, TechCrunch, whatever site it might be on? Uh, you know, and then there's other tools that we're finally seeing a second generation of tools I talk about in the book, uh, like Radiant 6, um, you know, Symphony, these, these tools that are a little more deep sea diving, where you not only find out where you're being talked about, but you get a, a, a sort of a ringside view of the conversation. So let's go even deeper on what they're saying. Are they getting the messages? Are people getting the messages you're sending out? You know, what are they saying about your competition? How often are they downloading things? Uh, you know, how often are they sending links out, uh, you know, to, to, to microsites that you might manage, et cetera? So you're, you're very rapidly seeing a set of tools that are giving you windows on what is, uh, is happening with your reputation and conversations. And again, uh, the free ones will give you a basic thing, but then, uh, like anything in uh, in in Western society, uh, to go a little deeper, you're going to have to spend some money. So. Yeah, there's an interesting segment in your book that discussed how email can be a tool for building a company's digital reputation. If you're like me, I found that interesting in terms of how can the world can you use email, but yet you explain in detail how you can to build your reputation. Explain that. Yeah, you know, one of the it's funny how, especially marketers in in, in our country, especially. I mean, we're supposed to be the leaders in marketing. And, you know, email is one of the most personal and more, most uh, thoughtful way to connect with people, and it's very accepted. And I'm amazed how it sort of been, was sort of thrown out, you know, the, sort of the baby with the bathwater as we moved into the social media age, which, by the way, I'm a very big proponent of and, and, and writer about. But uh, one example would be permission-based email, which uh, people used for, uh, quite a bit. Uh, maybe three, four years ago, and this is when you've already are working with uh, your bank, uh, you know, or your your de- department store, your hardware store, whatever. Once they y- you trust somebody and you're having a business relationship, it's okay to send me an email now and then. You know, Amazon sends me an email and it's not you know objectionable. It says, "Hey, we saw you bought a lot of these, this author. Have you thought of this one?" Or we posted some videos of rare footage of this author reading uh you might want to look at it they're not asking me to buy anything so you know that kind of communication that hey we already have a relationship why not continue that and try to build that don't take advantage of it if you're a company but use it to your advantage uh to do that and anyways it'll give you a break from texting your kids so uh (laughs) you can have you can have time to have a have a little more thoughtful uh, discourse. <laughs> what a concept, you know, huh, Larry? Hey, uh, uh, well, no, we're actually out of time here, Brad. Uh, Larry, uh, I've got a website here. It says thelarryweber.com. Is that correct? <laughs> that's not a website. That's my Twitter account. That's your Twitter uh, account, okay. Yeah, that I tweet about. And you know what? Here's one uh, for your audience as we... As we sign off, uh, Mr. Social Media here, I'm still uh, out there on Twitter. I I think uh, it's a good communications platform, maybe uh, like email for the future, but I don't like that uh, it's still very broadcast nature and especially that people can have an alias. So that's why I'm the Larry Weber instead of something like Zaro number four. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds a lot better. Hey, Larry, sell lots of books, and uh, we uh, certainly have had a pleasure... uh, 
uh, talking to you today here at the Advertising Show. Well, I enjoyed it a lot, and have a great holiday. You got it. Uh, the great show with Larry show Weber and Ray Shillings and Brad Forsyth here at the Advertising Show. It's being brought to you by Advertising Age magazine. Visit online at adage.com. The Advertising Show, a copyrighted big radio midgets production powered by Shipple.com. It's S-C-H-I-P-U-L.com. It's a web marketing company, and it's very good. Ed and his crew do a great job for the Advertising Show. S-C-H-I-P-U-L.com. The Advertising Show. We will talk to you again soon. Why do more media professionals read IWantMedia.com? IWantMedia.com features reports from industry leaders and media personalities. IWantMedia.com gives you quick access to news, stats, trade orgs, and industry publications. And it's updated daily. Forbes says IWantMedia.com contains everything media professionals need to stay ahead of the game. The Washington Post calls it the source for the serious media geek. Do you get it? If you don't, you should. To sign up for free daily email alerts, visit IWantMedia.com.